I don't know why I didn't do this with you earlier, bro, but I got caught up in all the hype and shit. Like, hey, man, we got grown man business, man. We got laughs. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I told you last night. I said, yeah. I was going to go there for an hour and a half. I'm like, yeah, they got too good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. All right. I got my man RC3 in the building. My man AT Elliot. Not a transplant, not an implant, you know, like from the soil. So there's not a better person that I could go to for this subject because I'm seeing a lot of convoluted talking points. I see a lot of people giving opinions that weren't there, that, that are not there, that came too late. Yeah. So if you could just walk us down how, from your perspective, when it started for you and, and, and just lace us up, bro. Go ahead. I remember that um, when the freaking started, I had heard about it. I was around 10 years old initially. And it was a college thing. And the reason I even heard about it in the late 80s is because I had um, I had aunts and uncles who were older than me. They were probably still in their late 20s right now, right? Mm. So they would go and they were kicking it was like a college thing. Now, at that time, me coming up in middle school and, and, and at the time, and I want to I wanna preface this by saying I'm not talking about all black women. I'm not talking about all women, but in not, do you know who Ryan Cameron is? Yeah, I know who he is. I'm going up the highway. I'm a kid. I'm about 11 or 12. Okay. Ryan Cameron said, and where I'm from is Conyers. On the radio, Ryan Cameron said, if you want to get some play, go to Conyers. I'm going to put it like that. Okay. If y'all know what play man, you know. Yeah. Fellas. I couldn't disagree with him because, and I'm leading up into all oh, this gonna make sense. I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. But then I was like, once I got old, I'm like, bro, if you was in sixth, seventh grade, eighth grade, where I'm from, mm-hmm. if you ain't fucking. You gonna get cheated on? You ain't gonna have no girlfriend. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and well, this from young. Well, bef- before I, I, you get started, is the stereotype that the South are sexually more advanced than the North, or they start early? Is that a? Have you heard that, or is that a stereotype that you disagree with to a certain extent? Here's why. Here's why I know that the South is. Uh, is more promiscuous and that okay. they're faster. Okay. We all have ancestors from the South, right? Yeah. Don't we know some folk got married? There's some women got married to a dude 17 and, and they were 12. Yeah. Yeah. See, in the bigger cities up north and in the Midwest, and there's no diss. I could, you know, it's not everybody, obviously. Mm-hmm. But back then, you had more people around. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So in the South, you got these pockets where so it might be, it ain't a lot of people. So you're gonna have dudes. If the women outnumber the men in the South, from for the last, and I'm speaking from my uh, from the fifties only because of my grandparents is because man, you only had, you might have twenty chicks in the neighborhood and ten dudes. Mm-hmm. So they kind of they was fucking around, man. Yeah. So the South is definitely different on the sex tip because it's not the same amount of people. Is that because of the population or, yeah, or the added? Okay. Population, absolutely. 
and then also the attitude towards it because you know the bible belt is the bible belt did that have a an effect on, on, on yeah i'm glad you said the bible belt because everybody was tired of being in the church all the time okay okay and they didn't have and they didn't have tv your damn sure didn't have no internet nothing like that so all yeah. they saw was titties and ass and i don't can i say that yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have had with cities and ass, and back in the day, it was just like there wasn't nothing else to do. You know what I'm saying? As an adult, you know. So, okay. All right, all right yeah, go ahead and walk us down the history, brother. Okay. Yes. So in the south, my grandparents were uh, my 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 grandma and my big mom. My big mom's my daddy's mother. Okay. My grandma's my mother's mother. Okay. They were both very mature and demure because they were raised like that. So when you talk about the South, I have to start with them because somebody said the people married their own cousin. That's that's another different thing. But what I'm saying, <laughs> nobody did that what I know. So, but I ain't gonna stop looking at it. I'm stop looking at it. But in the South, they didn't have a lot of entertainment. It was either speakeasies. Or what we would call juke joints. Yeah. And it was always more women than men, or it was always basically about 50-50. Okay. I grew up and you grew up, uh, you're a little older than me, but when I grew up in the 80s, I saw old dudes sneaking and doing stuff, man. They were old. And we talking about the 80s, so they was already in their 70s. So you know what year they were born. Yeah. So they were doing this through the 30s, 40s. They've been doing this, you know, their whole life. And it was like uh, you know, uh bootleggers and things like that in the South. So it was always a time when you was a kid and you'd like, you should be playing and you just see Mr. Mr. Jones go in there and mess with Miss Richardson and you just, you just didn't think nothing about it. You're like, I think they, they, they ain't together. You know what I'm saying? But you just yeah. keep playing. But in the South, I don't think it's a stereotype. I just think in the South, you didn't have the large number that you would have in a Chicago or New York or uh, LA. You didn't have, because in, in, in cities with larger numbers at that time and over the years, it's a lot more pickings. Mm -hmm. You're talking about a Jackson, Mississippi, or you're talking about an Augusta, Georgia, or Columbus, Georgia, or Columbia, South Carolina, or you're talking about uh, Orlando, mm -hmm. or you're talking about, you know, uh, a Wilmington, Delaware, a Whips, not Delaware, Wilmington, North Carolina. Right. You talking about real Southern city? There wasn't a lot of numbers, man. So guys, if the women outnumbered the guys, the guy was chilling, man. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, the the the, because I remember you told me Freaknik started somewhere else than what's being reported. So, if you could walk us down that history, um, okay, the, uh, far as I, from what I remember, Freaknik, uh, it was a college party situation. That uh, they'll say I, I remember they were saying it started in '89, but I don't, I don't know the origin specifically because of it's still sketchy as to as as to how it was uh. Yeah, see, I've talked to several different people, and they give me three or four different versions of it, I and it, I can't pinpoint it. And I asked, I asked some people older than me. It was like, because it started out like they just go to the park. Yeah. Just pick apart. At first, it was pick apart. Okay. I could be wrong, but picking apart thing in Atlanta at the time was not a, it's just not a foreign concept. You might go to Grant Park. You might go to Mosley. You might just go to parks around the city and just do something. Mm -hmm. 
it ended up basically it turned it was started out as like a big ass um a big ass get together mm-hmm. at a party. So and I remember being younger because my parents were still relatively young, but not really in on the scene like that. But I remember that they were um, you know, it was, it was a lot of younger they cousins that were younger and stuff like that. They would go to Atlanta, go to the parks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it just grew from there. I think that what they had, what happened was, and I think it's '89, but I think what happened was, some college kids and some young kids that was, you know, got together at, a, at some parks. Which parks in Atlanta is a major deal on Sundays back in the day. I don't know about now. Okay. But I mean, '80s, '90s, man, that was a big deal. Sundays at the park, but barbecuing, <laughs> it was free food. Sometimes you had to bring your own beer. Sometimes, sometimes you didn't. You know what I'm saying? So they, it was always a big thing. So, okay. For those of us that had witnessed it and were there peak years, mm-hmm. um, give us, give me your take on it. Because I saw things, I saw a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And um, I still walked away with it like, this is not good. But maybe because I'm, I was a visitor and I wasn't from the soil, and maybe I, I, there was things I didn't understand about that culture or the culture. I still walked away thinking that was not good. Now, I could be wrong, but what were your thoughts? You were there before, during, and after. Yeah. So how did you take it, the vibe it was like, you know, when outsiders come into the cities and all that stuff? I mean, just just give it to me, bro. Just See the thing, outsiders was always coming in the college realm. Okay. As far as as far as uh, as far as partying and everything, because uh, contrary to what people believe, the AU Center is a very very important HBCU pop. Uh, they're they're similar. They're just like Howard. Okay. As far as HBCUs, if you want to go somewhere and kick it, you're going to go to Howard. Or you're going to go to the AU. Okay. There's no other HBCU situation that does that okay now mind you uh when i saw it early on i was a kid and i looked at it and i think it because you were born in 75 right yeah so you came out in 93 yeah 93 to 95 those are the years i went okay so 93 when i went to 93 with a i went to 93 accidentally because i was at my grandparents house and it was older guys they was like yeah we finna go to this freaking stuff and i'm like and mind you, I'm six one now. I was five ten in ninety three, so I I was taller. So we go, and they was all shorter than me actually. And they were older, so we I go with them and, and things like that. And we go up there, and it's basically in ninety three at the Freak Nick. We went around the AU Center on the west side. We was around that way, and at that time, in ninety three, you know they still had the African medallions. Yeah. And you still had the cross colors. You still had this pro-black pride thing. Yeah. And in 93, it was more of a get-together. It wasn't nothing going on crazy, at least not where we was at. I can't speak on everywhere. Okay. But we went around numerous parks. We went to uh, Moses Grant, AU Center. Uh, we went on the south side. I can't remember that park. But we went around there. And, you know, I had to get dropped off, of course, because I was only 14. But I got dropped up by eight or nine o'clock at night, <laughs> so so I ain't getting no trouble. But I'm gonna tell you, '94 though, 
this is when we already have Uncle Luke. We already had guys in the city like, uh, 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 and I can't remember. Uh, we had Shadi. We already had Luke. He came out to Florida. We had already had. Uh, oh man, these guys' names. Yeah, he did. They had the Malcolm X has with Mal. Yep, in '93. But the next year, Booty Shake blew up. Yeah, bass music. I, I mean, I was listening to DJ DJ Magic Mike. I was listening to all yeah. the bass heavy stuff. I remember um, everybody tried. I had a in '94. No, in '95 when I first got my car, and I ain't gonna skip over '94. But in '95, I put a I put a house speaker in my trunk to hear <laughs> DJ Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah, that's what you did. And it was just bass. Yeah, it was bass, bass, all that. So. <laughs> In 94, it just blew up. You had the booty shake, you had Splat Pack, and you had uh, uh, 69 Boys in 95. That's so right. That's right. Really tore it up, man, in 94. And then at the same time, in the middle of this, in that same April, Outcast Southern Playlistic dropped. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I remember it was on the radio a lot, and people loved it. But man, you had this explosion of a, a booty shake, man. And in 94, it turned into a collective of just everybody, not only from the city and, and the surrounding areas, but they were trying to already come down here from 93 with the black shit. And when they got down here, it was like they had never seen, they call it twerking now, but they had never seen shit do all this. They had never seen, I'm talking in the streets, man. I'm talking about chicks was pulling the, the stuff yeah. they do online now, man, like social media now, man, it was it was titties and asses and all that shit out there. So that's when it changed. It was so right. I, I was gonna say ninety four was the year I, I thought the sex element came into it um, was more prevalent or people led more with the sex element. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong with that. Nah, because if you was a dude like me or if you was a young guy, man, in ninety four, if you weren't trying to fuck, man, you was not. You was gonna get pushed the fuck over, man. Okay. You cannot talk to a chick in 94 with the freak neck. You cannot be a gentleman, dog. See, now that's the part that nobody... Go ahead, bro. Now, go ahead and break it you down. You cannot be a cool listener. If you respect the women in 94, <laughs> you, you, you were not going to get no pussy. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it just like that. Ladies, I'm sorry. I said this before. For anybody just joining, I'm not talking about all ladies. I'm not talking about black women. I'm not disparaging nobody. But in 1994, nigga, if you didn't have your dick at the fuck, you was not getting nothing. Let me tell you a you let me tell you a coming line in 94. Let me tell you a pickup line for niggas for women in 94. This is all you had to say. Cut something. Yeah, cut. I remember the word cut. You give me some cut. And then cut. Yeah, that's where I heard the term cut from. Like, yeah, I was another got me a little cutty. Another, yeah. An, yeah. Another one. You ain't gonna fuck nothing. See. That worked. Another one. She do the boys. <laughs> so man with the okay, man with the bro, my fault. But in 94. It was chicks out there dancing. They had they had skirts or shorts on or whatever they chose. Mostly skirts. No panties, no bras. They pull it out. The only thing I would say that happened in 94 that might lead women to say. Now, I ain't going to sit there and say that women, some girls didn't get caught up because some of the girls got caught up. They really was getting out for it. I seen that. Mm-hmm. 
but they was on the, you know, they was just didn't, they were naive. And them niggas shook the wrong car. But yeah. that was very, that was a very small percentage. And what happened was um when some of them chicks, when they pulled them titties and no panties on, it got a little too hectic and it was too many dudes. Okay. I saw I saw a lot of chicks let at least 10 to 15 guys do what they do, feel on them and all that. And then when they got a little more aggressive and turned into 50 guys, then they started to clown, you know, they started to cry out. And by then it was too late because you got the swarms yeah. on you. Yeah, yeah. And it was very crowded, man. You couldn't get an ambulance. You couldn't get a po- an officer. Yeah, ATO niggas on the word cut. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Coochie cutters, yeah. Yeah, Florida, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but they are on. These albums are lame. But um, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying? To to make it the guys, all the guys fuck, nah, that, that's not what I ever saw. And in '93, it was more medallion, the African stuff. '94, it got real loose. And then '95 turned into a major black problem that resonated worldwide. Um, can you speak to that a little bit more? 95, I was a little, I was out in 95. I could drive now. Okay. Car, everything like that. Like I just said, I put the, I put the speaker in my back, in my trunk. 95 turned into the whole city, everywhere you went, it was a log jam. And everywhere you went in the city, it didn't matter where you went, man, it was a lot of, that's probably when you was talking, when you were speaking on your video with the guy who was defending women. Yeah, yeah. I have a more 95. Yeah. Anything. It got so crazy that dudes was really, I saw guys busting chicks' windows and busting in and all that. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And it, it turned into a lot more fighting in 95. Mm-hmm. And it, it I won't even say it was everywhere, but I saw I saw more of that in '95 than I did in the previous two years combined. I'm talking about busting chicks' windows, mm-hmm. tearing off door handles, and that's probably when I was like, I don't think all these, you know, what I'm saying these ain't people that were from here at the time, right? Because the theme at the time with Atlanta was, we like women, we don't rape them. You don't have to rape them. They out here putting it out there. Mm-hmm. So these some of these guys, they like, and you know, I, you know, I'm a guy. So if I'm standing at a spot, here's the type of guy I am. If I'm standing at a spot and we see a chick walk by with a fat ass, and me and this dude next to me, we might be like, damn. And he'll be like, damn, he'll be like, damn, that motherfucker fine. Hell yeah, she fine. I'm like, what's going on, bro? I'm, I'm raped. Shit, I'm what you ooh. ooh. And we just started talking. We don't hang out or nothing. We just talking like men. Talk, you know, we just, mm-hmm. we just walk off. But a lot of them guys in 95, it wasn't a lot of people from here that was out here, man, at that time. Nah. Right. Because from 93, I think the people that was there in 93 um, from the college part, they was graduated. You know, they got jobs and stuff. From what I seen from 93, it was a lot of older college students. They had graduated, and at the time, they, uh, they weren't – they didn't come back to do it. Mm-hmm. So in 95, now you got a, now Atlanta has a president with outcasts because they've been out now for a year. 
And at that particular time, man, it just it turned into I mean, it just turned into a mess in '95, man. So okay, so as you got older and it kind of dwindled down, um did did the the image of freak Nick change for you guys that were there as opposed to for those of us on the outside looking in? It changed for me uh, in '96. It changed for me because in the city of Atlanta they closed all the exits on I twenty. I remember that part. Yeah, that's literally a thing. People are like what? I said they they coned off the exits, yep. and if you went around them cones, you getting locked up. Yeah. In '96, and that was the Olympic year, by the way, too. Yep, the Olympics were coming in the next in uh in August. Yep, yep. So when Freaknik came in '96, they I mean they uh they cut off all the exits in Atlanta, all the Atlanta, and it was so bad. When I went to Norfolk State in '97, I didn't even go in '97. I didn't bother with the '97. Mm-hmm. But when I went to Norfolk State, that that uh that following April of ninety eight, they were like, Man, you ain't going to freak Nick. I'm not finna drive that eight hours to nothing. Y'all don't know nothing about no freak Nick. But from from that period, it was it was kind of it was hedonism type stuff. Okay. And when I was growing up, like I said earlier, I said my high school, my high school had a fully functioning daycare. Wow. Do you hear what I'm saying? That's crazy. A fully from '93 till I graduate, a fully functioning daycare. Do you, you understand what I'm saying? There's they have a staff, and it's loaded with babies. From my freshman year '93, '94 to '90 to '96, '97, full of babies. Shit. Full of babies, and the mothers got taken. I don't know what. What they did for the daddy, but the mothers could still go to high school and drop their babies off and pick them up. Had this fully functioning day daycare in my high school. That's a line in the early nineties. Chicks was out here; they ain't give a fuck. They was out here fucking, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So to the average guy that probably would make you look at women a little different, but mm-hmm. the South is the South. So unless you lived it and understood, understood the culture, mm-hmm. um, did I take it that didn't have a negative effect on how you guys looked at women down there? Uh, here's why I didn't have a negative effect on women, but I negative, I did the wrong thing. Listen, man, in 95, I lost my V card. Yep. Okay. But I had 30 bodies by 96. Okay. My daddy, who who's a, a, a pastor and a preacher growing up, he, was a, he started preaching at 17. He had bodies by the time he was 18. <laughs> and he got married at 20. To my mom, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Everything back then, man, uh, in the South, especially where we from, that was kind of like the norm, man. Like it wasn't, it wasn't women. Like the women that didn't, 
the women that really didn't involve themselves in in sexual and just had trying to have sex more than likely very few of them were attractive interesting okay most of the most of the females then that didn't have sex or that were virgin nobody wanted they weren't attractive but the ones that were attractive, Douglas ran through it, man. Mm-hmm. Especially in smaller towns, man. This album, man, listen, Slap, man. I don't man, know break how, it, I don't that's know why I come, that's why you're here, brother. How Walk much me. more can I say, man? But in the South, man, listen, dude, if you was a decent, this shit y'all saying on the internet now. That's what I'm saying. Boy, this shit ain't nothing, nigga. These niggas, these niggas. Listen, <laughs> these niggas. I'm sorry. I, I, nah, I'm, man. Y'all talk listen, about it. <laughs> listen, these niggas here that mad now, nah, but they they the one that ain't getting nobody. Yeah, straight like that. And you didn't have to say nothing, nigga. When I went to college and I saw niggas sitting there talking to chicks, I'm like, y'all talk to these motherfuckers. Like I really said that to these niggas, and I'm like, y'all talk to these motherfuckers. I tried today, where it got. It didn't fuck around for me. I'm ah, like, right, right, right. Really, oh. I, in college, bro, I'm thinking I go to college. I'm like, man, I'm from Atlanta, Atlanta area. Woo, woo, woo. I think I'm going to talk to these shit because we educated. Nigga, the minute I change my shit and talk the way these niggas talk, yeah. boy, these bitches were fucking other niggas. I ain't never knew that. But I said, I ain't never seen that. I said, boy, the minute I change my shit in college thinking I was going to be educated. I did that shit for, uh, for a month in college. And then I went back to the shit that I come from. <laughs> you you know it's funny because when I listen to all the blues records, yeah. all the the old folks was just as nasty. You just didn't. You just had to listen to the records. You knew yeah. the knew the lingo and the slang. Be like, oh, that's what they talking about. Oh, and this, this, and that. But the old, but the old heads would not let you listen to blues records. There you go. Right. That's right. That's right. That's why when they looked at rap, they was like, "What? Well, listen to this field because they knew where it was going. So, so let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So those that came to Freaknik, um, let, let's say the, the more sexually aggressive men, would you say they were more, they were more out of towners than, than those from, from the town? Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to tell you why, because here, here at the time in Atlanta, in the Atlanta area, you didn't have to be aggressive. All you had to do was say something. Okay. You don't have to take nothing all that. That was, I'm going to tell you who it was mostly at that time who was the most aggressive. And y'all going to be mad at me if y'all want, if you, wherever you from. It was Memphis. Uh oh. Yeah, okay. Mississippi. Oh, okay. I'm taking notes. I'm okay. Yeah, Alabama. It was Florida. You want to do it some more? Yeah, yeah. New York. Okay, New York. Hey, you got, I was waiting for you to say New York. Cali. The few Cali dudes that was here. I got to say your hometown. A little bit. They weren't okay. as bad. Okay. It was more cool. Detroit was more cool. But there was a lot of guys from those places. But the most aggressive was Mississippi, Memphis, Florida, Alabama type dudes. Because they were closer. And, and also New York. Now, that strikes me... Um... Memphis and Mississippi, because like I, I consider them the South. I would think those the South, as as a collective, would be a little bit more on the same page sexually when it comes to the, how they view sex and whatever, whatnot. Why, in your opinion, that they were more sexually aggressive than let's say the, the average ATLian per se 
when it because came at that time, uh, because at that time, Mississippi and Memphis were not, they were not Atlanta. Okay. They had not, they had not seen nothing like that. Okay. What happened? I know, I know you from Memphis, but I'm talking about the nineties. I ain't talking about now, sir. <laughs> no, not that. I get it. I get it. I'm telling y'all what I. <laughs> oh no, Louisiana wasn't safe, but Louisiana was chilling, man, because they have Mardi Gras, so they that's wasn't right. Bugging. So that's that, that's they wasn't bugging. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, but Mississippi and 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 uh, Memphis and Alabama and Florida, like Florida, more so country dudes from Florida, like right near the border of Georgia and everything. They from. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. But these are people, because I'm a social cat. And at the time, I was super social. And I'm always talking to niggas anyway, because I just say something, you know, just talking to me, oh, you good, man? You know, if I bump you, my fault. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. get to talking. We don't become buddies. But, you know, we just, you know, I, where you from, man? And then you see them do some wild shit. You're like, ah, it's just, yeah. But that's what I saw, man. I ain't making this up. I just saw it. Okay, so. I, I guess the problem is people that don't come from cities that have events as free as Mardi Gras, uh, Daytona Spring Break, or the, if they're not, you're not used to type of seeing that type of women in that in that environment. It it may cause you some type of yeah. Okay, New, I would say with Freaknik, New Yorkers really lost their minds, but they weren't they weren't as aggressive because they were they were in a different element okay you know what i'm saying so they weren't the new yorkers weren't as aggressive but they were they were more the protective type cats but they were still in awe of what was going on so mm -hmm. you might have a couple of new york dudes really do it and i seen a couple of them get smacked up which is why i said when New Yorkers moved down here, I've told people this. When New Yorkers moved down here, fucked it up. Just say it. Yeah, yeah. But they, and also they got their ass beat. Yeah, yeah. So they a lot of them got beat up. But at the time, yeah, they were because New Yorkers don't see they don't they strip clubs are um you know I don't they think they're fully new. Yeah, yeah. So when they come down here, they're like, "Oh shit, it's titties in the street in Atlanta." I'm moving down here. I heard that so much during freaking. I'm moving down here, but y'all move. Where the hell you from? Did you move down here just for this? Because we were you to it. Yeah, I got kicked out of body tap when I was seventeen. Listen, I remember going to Club um, One Twelve and none but none but New Yorkers, and they they didn't know how to act. It's like, bro, they, that's how they. It's you don't have to, you know. And then they get offended because you. Which is weird to me, and I didn't realize that because I hated New York. And then I realized when I got older, and I went to New York, I'm like, these chicks in New York kind of got some standards on y'all ass. Mm. They don't come out with bonnets on like they do in the South. They don't come out with the, the you remember the Tom and Jerry, uh, the, the lady that had Tom, Thomas? You remember? Yeah, that? yeah. <laughs> they don't do that. Them women don't do that in New York, y'all. <laughs> Y'all come down here and like, oh my God, these motherfuckers come out with anything on oh, like, They don't do that. And I had to learn that because you got to think, we were coming up, man. You only saw the people around you. Mm -hmm. You couldn't get on your phone and see the world or right. see New York. See Chicago. Right. I didn't know. We didn't know nothing. I ain't know nothing about that. Mm -hmm. Only reason I knew something by the time I was, by the time of Freak Nick, 93, 94, 95, is that my daddy had took us on vacations. Okay to D.C. and Tampa 
and flow. You know what I'm saying? Like South yeah. Carolina. So we knew some stuff. You know what I'm saying? I had rolled with him when he was driving a big truck to Tennessee. I'd been in the Tennessee Mountain. I listened to a Super Bowl on his radio in his truck, the 88 okay. Super Bowl. Okay. Bengals and 49ers. I remember to this day. So so many people were coming down here and mixing in and making it a mess that the cops really could. I mean, you couldn't do nothing, man. But they couldn't lock it. But they got they got some cats. But them cats were doing some other stuff. So I know some dudes that I had met, and they were locked up from one freak nick to the next. In jail. <laughs> they Damn. listen back then they took it personal. If you did something freak nick and they caught you and it was criminal, mm-hmm. they would hold withhold. You wouldn't get bail opportunities for a year. That's pretty bad. They will hold you in that mode. Oh, your court date this day. Oh, your court it's April. Your court date. You spending Christmas in jail for some man. They 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 took it very personal. Yeah. Okay, so the document documentary doesn't come out for another year, but I'm already knowing if we, if you know we know the history of, of JD and and Luke, because um, JD used to have the so so deaf parties, and I remember those parties behind closed doors with some wild shit. If you knew you know those guys like that, um, do you expect them to shed black men in a positive light? I know it's a rhetorical question, but I'm just I gotta ask though. Hmm. Here's what I hope happens, and here's what I think is going to happen. What I hope happens is they let Uncle Luke do Uncle Luke with this. Okay. Which would not shed a bad light on black men. Okay, but do you think the culture we're in would, would allow him to do so? Yeah. Okay. Here, Sly. Luke Skywalker, Uncle Luke, I don't think he realizes the reach. He may realize it. But if Uncle Luke is allowed to do what he does. I'm with you. This this will respect terribly on black women. Yeah, because he was the first tape I saw, you know, outside of porn. But the first time I saw regular women, you know, lesbian shit. You know that, yeah. I, yeah. I was just like, you know, like to see it regular what we deem regular women doing this. Mm-hmm. If, if these weren't porn porn actresses, I'm like, okay, that's, that's what porn women do. But to see regular women, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. What you? But I, that's if yeah, like I said, that that version of Luke that pretty much shows it all. Mm-hmm. Um, I would hope so, but right now the I just the climate is just. It's just to beat up on black men and, and put them in the paint them in the most negative light possible. Paint them as a as a predator because all yeah. the clips that I keep re- I see resurfacing mm-hmm. is when they all the men swarm on a woman like the killer bees, and she's walking through a crowd of men and all the men are just rushing to grab her, you know and it's hands hands hands. But go ahead. But I think I think because basically what they saying that documentary is going to be be based on 1994, right? I believe so. Luke I know had, they were doing a casting call asking for people that had footage from 94 to 95, but I don't know specifically what year they're going to focus on solely, but I know they were actually auditioning people to bring in whatever footage they had of those years. It's not, and I know it's not going to be 93 because that was more positive based. Right. You see what I'm saying? So I yeah. know it's going to be 94, 95. And the reason why I say um, 
that 94 and 95 is going to be the basis. And the reason why I say, here's the problem I have with, with him and JD doing it. Okay. Is Luke is going to want to do Luke. JD is going to want to do the corporate side. Right. JD's a, a company man. That is true. Yeah. You're right. So yeah. with Luke, I just, uh, man, listen, I'm, I just, I hope, I really hope that Luke wins out on it because I know JD going to like, he going to do, like you said, he going to do the company man thing. Mm-hmm. But here's what I will say about the documentary, about the women that were speaking out on it that's coming out in the year. Mm-hmm. I just broke down to you earlier what these chicks were doing in the 90s. Now that they got some cloud or whatever, the, the jobs and positions and all that, you was a fucking hoe. I just said all y'all was hoes. If you was attracted, you was a hoe. I've never fucked a virgin in Georgia. Damn. I've never had sex with a virgin in this state that was from here. Ever. <laughs> so y'all, the hit dog will holler though, but that cool. Yeah. When you put it like that, damn, bro, I don't, I, I don't, we don't have no pushback for you. <laughs> On that, you know, but did the women see themselves as such? As hoes? Yeah. Hell no. Listen, man, you you could be a young dude and you thought that girl was the bee's knees, as the white folks say. Man, she's the bee's knees. You know, white folks can do that to their women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say that as a nigga. He's like, she's the bee's knees, but her skirt, you're going to find in the car fucking somebody. <sighs> Have y'all watched Hitch? Yeah. What yeah. Hitch did in college? That's right. That's, That's a, right. That was, that was the whole time in the early 90s. That's right. <laughs> that happened in high school here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These niggas is all Hitches now because they got they saw that. Yeah. That's so I said, right. need you to do some shit, man. I done went, I was in college and, and snuck in the door by, by big this screen, you know, snuck in the window that big. Same chick for a nigga on the bay ball field. Didn't even fuck me in the, when I snuck in the window. <laughs> okay. So, so for the guys that are trying to understand the psychology of a, of a, of a woman from Georgia, is it just Georgia or is it Metro Atlanta? Oh, it's Metro Atlanta, dog. Okay. And it's Georgia. But the difference, the only difference, you got to carry yourself from Metro Atlanta to, to the rest of Georgia because the rest of Georgia, they good girls, but they want bad guys. So if you've been, if you've been ingrained in, in the Metro Atlanta area to be heartless, to, to not be a nice guy, mm-hmm. the rest of Georgia is a piece of cake, dog. Because the rest of Georgia, if you street and you educate and you smart, oh, you good. Yeah. Even today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I was, I still, when I still go visit, I'm like, yeah, women that haven't, I haven't seen any real change. Like, it's still the same. The, the mentality is still there. Like, yeah. if you want them, you know, you, you don't have to. If you go to any of these smaller cities in Georgia, in Augusta and Macon, they got a lot of people. 
Yeah. But it's smaller than Atlanta Metro. So that Valdos, anything, they they still know who is who. If they if you a cat that's keeping yourself together, you're educated and uh you keeping yourself educated and you keeping yourself as a man intact, yeah, you good. A lot of you guys now, man, I get disgusted at because y'all try to be nice guys, but or they try to be over nice, or they try to use the money. Like a lot of these guys now, that women have a problem with it because these niggas is they out for revenge on women because okay. they didn't get no play back then. Now they got some money and they got some clout. It's about revenge. That's not. I'm bad at that. Now that's where I think a lot of the 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 source of their frustration comes from. A lot of it's payback. Shit. What what do you do with guys like that at, at this point? Are they too far gone? Is it they just way, they way too far gone because they basis. It's like when you if a guy is twenty two, man, and he spent four years in college, man, and he ain't getting no women, he's gonna spend the next at least twenty two getting over there. Mm. He got no he didn't go to no prom. Nigga, I went to five proms. <laughs> I'm about to say college is where you saw the that well I, I even say high school is where you learn to, the dynamics yeah. between men and women I and went, what I works with I went to five proms. One my senior year and none my freshman year. You do the math. Yeah. So it wasn't nothing new to me to get to college. The only thing I did was in another state when I went to college. The only difference was they were dip, they were chicks from different states. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. You're in the real world. You're outside touching grass. Come online. You, you see this nonsense. You see words and terms you never used before in your vocabulary. Now all of a sudden, these words and terms and and, and mindset is the norm. The, the, the new online norm. Mm-hmm. How how far off are these guys? Like. Cause to me, it's almost, it's almost disrespectful. Like it ain't like what y'all portraying it to be online. Cause when I go outside my door, shit is way different. But what, what, what do you say to that? These guys now have a safe space for being lame. Okay. Then that gives them a safe space because to be honest, if these guys didn't have internet, they would have to learn like we did back in the day. You had to get out there, man. If you get out there in real life, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. There's women out here beautiful, man. Just go out there and talk to them. Say hello, nigga. Like, I don't... <laughs> the fuck is wrong with <laughs> you? Got, hello, my name is such and such. What the fuck is wrong with you, nigga? Like, if that bitch got... If she's struggling with a bag, hey, can I help you with your bag? I'm sorry. And then, just shit, I don't... The internet just gave y'all niggas reason to complain. Oh, I went over the... I went over the... I was at the racetrack and... and and I tried to pump this chick's gas, and she said she don't need me. And that's why women, nigga, maybe she don't need you to pump her fucking gas. How about you get your ass out the damn way, man? <laughs> 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 nigga, just go say hello. How you doing? And nigga, I don't fuck with you. I don't know, just keep trying. I mean, just, the, the internet fuck these dudes up, man. Yeah, man. Like, bro, like I, I can remember, man. Do you, I know you know this. A lot of folks watching old nothing know this. Boy, I went out there with a pay, with a with a pen and paper in my pocket mm-hmm. and a pager. Yeah. And every number for phone number, I had a black book. Right? Remember the chick, the chick book Will Smith had on Fred Yeah, Frank? yeah. Everyone had a black book. The That's right. Yeah. We all had chicks in there. Y'all yeah. got the internet ruined these dudes, man. 
Cause they don't tell nothing. All they do is come in here and look. Oh, 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 Black Planet. Oh, you know, but it's been this long. This is how long it's been. Like, oh, oh, Christian Mingles. Huh? Nah, come on. <laughs> Christian Mingles. <laughs> he said Christian Mingles. That <laughs> niggas is Christian trying to get some pussy. Ah, oh, <laughs> shit. <sighs> okay. Oh, that's crazy. But I just grew up. Yeah, the arrow. Yeah, you, man. I like some girl when I was a young boy, and they, they come to find out they fucking the shit out of the other niggas, man. I just be like, you know what? I'm going to start doing the shit, too. Okay. Well, let, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, from your, your upbringing and your dealings, y'all didn't place emphasis on, on a woman's body count. Did that matter to y'all? No. And why not? Who the fuck cares? Okay. All the time when I was coming, all the niggas want to know was you fucking. Okay. <laughs> okay next question those women that had that mindset did they eventually grow out of it or they just it just kept it it, it kept it behind closed doors and they still maintain that mindset um as the guys get older do they you know you know what i'm saying so when women they, like that in their 20s when how are they when, when they did the women grow out of it okay the women uh where I'm from, um, basically who I've known around the city, mm-hmm. how the women grew out of it, but they were parents early. Okay. The other half are still single with no kids because they started taking birth control. Gotcha. And a lot of the birth control kept them single because it blew them up, made them oh, fat. Right. I, I knew women that were young girls that would take it just so they can get the curves yeah, and, so and, most of them yeah. either became mothers and responsible, or the other ones were uh, just was just single with no man, no kids, nothing. And the dudes, dudes didn't necessarily grow up. They still they just moved on to the next woman and had kids after they had kids in high school. They might have had a kid in high school, and then they break up with her. And now she a single mom. And he over here with another chick, and they got kids. So. Mm-hmm. It's, it's probably about half and a half, man. Like, but there's there's no mass outcry. Who's going to deal with these women? These women are not hurting for guys. Nah. They're only hurting for guys when they get older. Okay. And the guys are, the guys are getting married. Because that whole guys are gay a lot. I said, that's such a small percentage. Y'all need to stop this shit. Okay. You know, so it's it's not. Nah, it's still. I know so many of my, my friends and guys. I know, man, are the great fathers. And got a, one woman and. I don't believe in all that, man. I also mm-hmm. got friends that single dudes that ain't got no kids, so it's not, nah, it's not just some. And people might say it because I'm only in the Atlanta area and all that, but I don't, I don't know what else to tell you. How how do you see the young, the youth, um, their interactions with each other? Is it the same how you guys grew up, or or no? It's organically when I dealt with the youth and see them. Organically, it's the same as how we were. Okay. But the problem is they, they got social media. So okay. organically, they know what it is. Cause I, I, I met a lot of young cats, man. They 20, 21. They got kids. They out here working and trying to take care of their babies, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And But also you got the social media aspect of whoever they, whoever. And to me, and I'm going to keep it real. I said this earlier. I ain't trying to diss women, black women. I ain't trying to diss. But most of the jokers I see out here, 
the young cat I work been around. I say at least two, three dozen. They're trying to take care of their kids and be a father. And the okay. fathers is out here with the crazy shit. Okay. I say a lot of young kids are really trying to turn it around, man. But they so young and you got the social media. It's so much stuff going on with these guys, 20, 21, 22. When we were 20, 21, 22, man, you didn't have the internet. You didn't have to worry about it. You just had to worry about what you were doing. Right, yeah. But if you got a phone, you turn that phone on, your mind going to think on that, man. You is not going to be focused on what you're doing. Damn it, man. That's what I'm saying. Like this shit does not hold. It does not hold weight in the real world. I, I just like. I'm like. I'm trying to understand. Like, do these dudes realize how delusional they sound? Like, yeah. I, I would say this because you you brought up this point too. You and I said that's why I hit you on when I liked your post on Instagram. It guys out here that's nice guys, solid dudes. Yeah. And you feel sorry for them because these chicks don't care about that. But this is not new. What I was saying also, let's go even deeper than Freaknik. Ever since we got integration for the last 50 years, what we done heard Joker that 50 years old talking about they ain't never met their daddy. They 50 something years old right now. Yeah. Never met their daddy. Yeah. They mean they ain't changing and be a, a father to their children, but a yeah. lot of them didn't. How many folk we grew up with didn't have no dad in the 80s, 90s? You see what I'm saying? My big daddy died, well, probably a decade before he died. He thought he had a side, he thought he had a side daughter out here that was older than my daddy. And when he got older and when it did materialize, he said it must not have been real. But he really thought he had did that and made that mistake. He lived with that probably till the last 10 years before he passed. Damn. And when it didn't materialize, he was like, nah, I was, he, he just knew he was in New York wilding. Mm-hmm. And he was like, it might be a possibility because before he had met my big man, all that stuff. So he always thought that, but when it didn't happen, he, you know, left it alone. Mm-hmm. Of it. So, but this has been happening for the, easily for the last 50 years. We just out here making babies and all this. So this is not new. So, it's, yeah, the point that you made, the guys, when the women don't care, but the men care about what women don't care about. It's like, mm-hmm. there's that disconnect. It's like, bruh, she just, you're worried about the wrong things. But I guess for a lot of guys that don't have a lot of sexual experience with women, it's really hard for them to, to grasp. Like, well, why, why don't you care? You should care. And, I, you know, before it turns into blaming them and yelling at them, they legit like care. Like, why don't you care? It's important. And I can understand that to a certain extent, but at the same time, if this person is showing you who they are, mm-hmm. then believe them. Mm-hmm. You know. There was a guy when Loop had them the shows come here. There was a guy. We went to this shit. I think you can still look this up. He thinking it's gonna be cool to go on stage, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Luke only had chicks on stage. That's right. I remember. I remember. So nobody, no dude would ever try to come up here. No, hell nah. Nope. Could them chick Luke let them do what the fuck they want to do. That's right. Dude comes up there. He thinks they're going to be cool. Nigga, this ain't Janet Jackson. <laughs> These are Janet Jack me's. So you and not. <laughs> you and not. So he goes up there and they playing with him. He dancing with him. 
Man, that joker pants came down and that nigga had on a thong. It's 90. Can't remember. It was something 90 something, bro. That nigga pants had came on down. You know how them, the old head had it? What, it was a thong? What was it? You know, old head, they were trying to be a. How old them old head was trying to be somebody that did that shit? Anyway. This nigga had on <laughs> Don Jason, what the fuck ever. That motherfucker when they when they saw that shit, them shit pulled that nigga pan down. He thinking the shit's still good. <laughs> he think they just want us to fuck with his dick or some shit like that. Man, you know them girl brought a goddamn deal to out there on that man. On stage. <laughs> and that nigga, he was like, oh, what the fuck? He was, he was dodging, but they kept trying. They were like, get your... Man, I said, bruh, that why I don't know nigga get up on it. You think that man, that man, I'm talking about they clown. I don't know what that dude is right now. <laughs> but I hope to God he... <laughs> Oh, being Utah. I was to say, I hope he recovered from that. Yeah, that's crazy. But I think the main main thing about the freaking thing that I don't like is that the women that are coming out here talking, I said, man, y'all don't even know what they're going to be, but y'all know y'all were doing some fuck shit. And now y'all want to come out here and be like, oh, we judges and we, everybody got a pass, but nobody comes out here and be like, you don't even know who, please. But that's the thing, like, with footage, you have to get them to sign off on it if you're going to use their image and likeness. So I'm like, wait a minute. They, they just can't show footage of you without your permission, especially if you're like, hey, that's me. I don't give you, I don't consent to this because they got to blur your shit out. Yeah. And a lot of people had, a, yeah, they got it. And a lot of people, Kizzy Rock, uh, Lou, Jermaine, they all got some stuff that they found too. They got their own footage. Yeah. 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 So it, it's, it's, um, it's, it wasn't just regular people. It was like them guys had stuff like, they had stuff that they filmed too, man. Because back then, nobody, a lot of people, nigga, I never owned a camera. I thought you were rich when you had a camcorder back then. Yeah, yeah. You know I, was like, I didn't know that was when I saw somebody camcorder. I was like, man, y'all must be paid. Yeah, them shits ain't weren't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> you got that nice grainy ass, yeah, pixelated <laughs> foot. Grainy for four hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> With the horrible zoom and all yeah. this extra the shit. The zoom you had to be, yeah. Precise. No video stabilization. Nah, nah. <laughs> I got this tripod when they go with that tripod because you know when them jokes will be a yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Y'all got the deacon holding the camera, the deacon diabetic. He had <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um huh. yeah, you pretty much broke it down for me. I, I just didn't know that. As far as the, I thought the entire South, for the most part, was collectively more sexually advanced than the North. I didn't know it was these divisions between, you know, let's say Georgia, Memphis, Mississippi, you know, Alabama to a certain extent or whatever. Is that the, is that the case now or is it pretty much everybody's up to speed at the same time now? No, everybody's up to speed now. Okay, okay. Hell, you fuck around. Shit, we used to have to worry about it, uh, uh, the boy fingering the girl on the bus after a game. Yeah. You might be jerking boys off now. I don't know what the hell they got. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, it just, 
Well, you know what? I got a question for you. Angie G, she says, this makes me feel like the main thing that's wrong with us as a culture is that we are too careless with our bodies all across the spectrum. Do you agree? I'll say this. We as men are not careless with our bodies as young men. Women are. And, And the thing is, once you get older, see, all, and it, to answer to her point, I said women are careless with their bodies younger if they're attractive. Okay. And guys are not. But as women get older, guys start realizing that women don't give a fuck, so they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But this premise that they have on YouTube and these social media platforms is that these guys are mad that the women didn't give a fuck to throw their bodies at them. So now they try to diss the women for showing their bodies, but in reality, if they threw it at you, you wouldn't think this way. That's all I'm saying. But women throw away their body. Matter of fact, last night I was hanging with some old classmates. And one of the guys was like, and he and this chick is married. And he was like, he said this. He said, if you, if I could have snuck in your house like we had planned, I wouldn't have gotten that motorcycle accident. They almost killed, almost got killed in the motorcycle. But had he been able to go over there and fuck and sneak in that fuck, <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't that's make a, this up. That's a hell of an uh, analogy. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay. So y- you believe that do women bear the brunt because. They're the gatekeepers. Cause listen, I, I I tell women this all the day. I can't be a whore. I can't do what I do if you if you don't open your legs to me. True. So at at the end of the day, I can't come into your house unless you open the door. You know. You know when we, she just said when we women carry the weight. I said no, women carry the weight. You carry too. You carry the weight, but you can keep your leg closed. That's the weight. Not the baby. The weight is you can keep your legs closed. That's the weight you carry. Now, once you let somebody come in there and y'all go raw and you get pregnant, I mean, now you're like, I'm carrying the weight. No, you carry the weight in the first place. Because like you just said, we can't do what they don't allow us to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know one dude that's going to turn a woman out of one half said, with him. I'm about to say, right. <laughs> come on, man. Even, even the fat chicks be getting... Exactly. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like this is a, to me that's a that's a very ego driven when I, I see I hear women give that response, like it's a very ego driven response. Like, yo, at the end of the day, I can't do anything to you unless you allow me to do so. Exactly. Because here's the one thing, I'm from Georgia and I just as a man of being raised, it's like I don't I don't know that rape rape? Nah, nigga, that's not I don't even understand that. That is not a conversation I even would understand. You right? Nah, come on, bro. Like, come on, man. It, 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 you on your own on that, man. Yeah, I, I just, I, I just. At the end of the day, they're the gatekeepers. Like, and it's always been that way, mm. for the most part, in a civilized society. Now, if it's in times of war and calamity, and you know, this is you know prehistoric and warring factions, and yeah, you're gonna. But that's another discussion for another day. But in today's civilized society has has always been for the last 
70, 80 years for the most part. I can't do anything to you unless you allow me to do so. Thank you, Stardust, too. You're right. Y'all have the power to keep the leg closed. Yeah. Because uh, there's no, listen, man, if a man and a woman walk that, live together and walk that side the door today, who going to fuck first? Yeah. A, 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 yeah. A man on his best day, a woman could be out there in rollers, bunny slippers and, and flip-flops and, and, and uh, jammies and onesies and dicks all day at the gas station, dicks all day. Like, what? This is a, like, who doesn't know this by now? You yeah. know? Okay. It's been happening for 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm disappointed in the women that spoke out and talked about free now. I'm very disappointed because the younger women need to learn something from somebody. Y'all, y'all just totally killed that, that opportunity. So who, if, who would they learn it from then moving forward? If, if not from their, their female elders. Who are these women now? Yeah. Ain't no more elders. Who the elders? They ain't gonna learn from nothing. They gonna learn by trial and error. Now nah, ain't no elders. You got and, chicks on Instagram and all that thotting it up, and they fifty, sixty years old. Ain't you? you know, I, hit, huh? No, I, you're right. I had a theory that the the the, the stereotype of the forty year old grandmother started with Freak Nick. I've always believed that because I think from that decade is when you starting to see. Because I got friends, they're in their forties. They're grandmothers. I agree. I totally agree because, like I said, the reason why I agree with that, I got concrete proof. Like I said, my four years in high school, my high school had a fully functioning daycare. And out of those babies that were born in 93 and 94, they have kids now. Their parents that are in my class have grandbabies. Yes, I agree. I have a G that I grew up with. She's two years in class of 95. Mm -hmm. She has a 10-year-old grandbaby. And she's only 46. <laughs> 10. Wow. That's not that's not how it's supposed to be. Even though now I, I heard all the, the the theories behind it, you know, because we're starting to outlive another group of people and, and this is a good thing. And I'm like no, not really, but okay, you know. Um, I don't see the benefits of, of a generation of 40-year-old grandmothers. I don't see it. No, because there's not enough life, man. You can't even be president until you're 42. Yeah, see? So, yeah. So, I mean, nah. To me, when I saw that, I was just like, and I didn't know it, but I knew she had a kid in high school. Mm -hmm. Son, you got a kid, and you're 36, and you had him at 16. Like, it's just... Y'all keeping the same pattern going like that's not right. There it is. There, yeah. That that that's the the bigger point, I think. Um, well, shit, bro. Um, I kept you on for an hour. Um, my man, shout yourself out. Where can the people find you? All that good stuff. Hey, my RC. Uh, I'm RC. I'm RC. Uh, Space seventy nine on YouTube. I got some YouTube coming up. I got some YouTube content coming. Get on up. it. Get on it, man. Get on it. Yeah, I'm gonna get on it because I want to. Because I'm we we pondering moving right quick, so I don't know whether to set it up or do a thing. But I got okay. something coming up. Okay. Um, I'm RC. I don't even know what my handle is on uh, Instagram. RC RC seventy nine on Instagram. Oh, underscore Instagram uh, seventy nine. Uh. 
I'm out here, man. We wonder where the hell Warnock went. That's what they, that's what your people voted for, bro. I don't know what the. Where is Warnock? Where is Warnock? That's what y'all asked for, bro. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I want to speak on that. It's going to be brief. No, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me up to speed on on the politics and and, and everything with Atlanta. Yeah, please do. And that's why I asked you for your email, but I hadn't got a chance to go over there. I want to see what they're going to do with what this hospital was at. I want to see what it's going to do because I know it's a sign out there. And I know it's going to be a company and I, I will actually absolutely know what the hell it is because right now where that hospital was at, uh-huh. they want more residences. I know that. Okay. So we're going to check that out. And Warnock, once he won, but Warnock took a, took a one-way trip back to D.C. And the politics still out here. Keisha Landbottom still out here hobnobbing. Even though she ain't the mayor, they put this other sucker in there. Yeah, the the brother, right? Carter yeah. is that? Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I call him Dickhead because he's an idiot. But you just took a position, man. You don't know nothing about. You know, all they do is that we grew up here, and I could be mayor. No, and you have no idea. You grew up here, and you y'all do this. But see, the difference in Atlanta and other Democratic-run cities is that Atlanta, you can't, you're not fucking up the money. It's too much money down here. Okay, Many people invested that. Every mayor in Atlanta. Whether they Democrat or not, they pockets are so fat. Mm-hmm. All they need to know is can they take is can they take the bat? Is can they take the blame? And can they not steal too much? Bill Campbell took too much money. Okay. That's why he got locked up. Okay. All you gotta do in this Atlanta mayor is take the blame and not take too much money. Other than that, you good. Yeah, just you can't do what the white boys do. Like you can't do what Rob Blagojevich did in Illinois, and nah. and you know, and even though he still got locked up, but still him and George Ryan. You know what? I take that back. Cause they was doing extra, extra shit. Yeah. But yeah, but if you're okay. gonna do extra, and you gonna try to like the average people, they don't understand because they don't study the fraternities, the sororities. They don't study the early 1900s of the black bourgeoisie. I'm just saying. Okay. They don't say to that part because Rosa Parks, y'all think Rosa Parks riding the bus? Rosa Parks had multiple multiple vehicles and a white husband. Yeah. That's that level that y'all celebrate these folk. And then y'all come down here, well, the white folk died. I said, now your own people kept you down. Stop. Yeah. I ain't getting no history lesson. Y'all got a phone in your hand. Well, <laughs> I, you know what? People forget, like, Atlanta is the birth, damn it, the birthplace of, of civil rights. That That Mississippi, like, those two states. Not only the birthplace of it, it's one of the hot spots for when they started the fraternities and sororities and things like that. Okay. This is where they started it at because it was a hub city that was rebuilt during the Civil War. And to, to what they say, it's to a degree. That's kind of, it wasn't much to tear down because it wasn't the capital. But mm-hmm. they tore it down and remade it to be what it is. Yeah. Because they needed, they needed, they needed a cheat sheet at the time in mm-hmm. in, uh, in the country. Because if you use Atlanta, man, Atlanta's not far from anything. No, it's. I mean, I don't think people realize how like it's the between. I mean, besides L.A., New York, Atlanta yeah. is like that hub. I mean, no, not even Chicago, Atlanta, New York. Yeah, L.A., L.A., the West Coast is the only one out of picture. You know what I mean? From Atlanta. You know how many cities you can get to in 12 hours? They don't realize that. 
You can get to Houston, Dallas, New Orleans, Miami, yeah, Philly, New yeah. York, Chicago. DC. Twelve hours. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you can knock a lot of people <laughs> off just from Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> there's no other city that there's a twelve hour that you can get to that many cities in twelve hours. Yeah, no yeah. other city. You can damn near get to Boston into it. They're a little further, but they right outside the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the perfect the perfect spot to send stuff out and bring stuff in. So, so it's torn down for a reason in the mm-hmm. Civil War. They live and rebuild. Let, Let me do this. Mm-hmm. I'm, no, I was like, go ahead, go ahead, finish your point. That folk love comfort food. See, and I don't mean food literally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Good about stuff. No, you can't feel good about nothing, man. Let me go ahead and get these super chats out the way. Um, sorry for the super chat delay, but I, I you know, want to give my man RC time to talk his stuff. MacMone, thank you for the 10 on the super chat. Cultivating the magic stick keeps one from being a lick and a trick. Oh, shit. Wrong goddamn. I'm going to do it. <laughs> Wrong damn sound. My bad. Uh, Magbone again, 10 on the super chat. Wisdom is the mastery of one sexual energy and force. I mean, yeah, yeah. Now, go ahead, brother. You were saying something. He said that man had Keisha content. Listen, you know, I'm a, we're gonna talk about the Keisha content. Let me <laughs> real quick. Magbone five again. <laughs> is that your uncle laughing my ass off to the ninth power? <laughs> And Natasha, thank you for the two in the super chat or the super sticker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, where you at? Jay Jermaine, thank you for the turn the cash app, bro. And Jervis, if you're in here, uh, you sent me a cash app yesterday, last week for 52 bucks. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Okay. Now, um, yeah, finish. I'm sorry, you finished your point. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you said the man had Keisha content. Yeah, yeah, listen, man, this Keisha content, man. Yo, go ahead. No, give me your thoughts on it. Listen, man, when you said that, I said that is the most accurate shit because I used to fuck with the dude (laughs) initially. And after I was like, you you brought all this shit to light. I mean, yeah, y'all ain't giving me no cat. We need 20. I'm like, Bro, you just spent 30 minutes talking about cash outs. But y'all, you didn't grow a beard out here and think they woke. God, what the fuck is it? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> said Keisha content. I was like, I mean, because I, you know, I never had no issues with, with the Keishas. Keisha got their way about them, but if you know how to maneuver and, and if she likes you, she likes you. She ain't gonna want shit from you, to be honest with you, you know. And it, and it adds up to what we saying, man, about what we saying, what we talking about today. It's like, bro, it's like, how do you make a living? Or how do y'all talk? I don't understand how these niggas talk about women all day, every day. I That would, just listening, I was like, a minute, I'm like, but are y'all serious? Yeah. And yeah. Nigga, and nigga be talking about some, uh, uh, what they call that shit? Bino. And then then they get talking about another nigga. <laughs> and that and the syringe figure tat one boy. 
This runs in the chat for your boy one time. <laughs> I ain't shit for that. I ain't shit for that. I'm, Cause I be listening to your stuff. I don't get to catch it live most, most um, uh, too much, but. I be living at work. I be driving. Man, I'm gonna make me red with the syringe in your tap for your boy one time. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I just can't. I don't have the energy to talk about a class of or, or a group of people I don't like. That's like me talking about fat people all day. Like, I don't have the energy for it. Like, that's not who I allow in my circle and in, in my presence. Why would I care? I don't care what they do. It doesn't affect me. You know, these dudes, man, are funny, man. It's like. But what I do want to know is like the reason why I'm saying with Warnock and things like that, man, it's like, man, it's so high, man. It's so high down here to live. It's like, man, yo, these folks might move to Cali at this motherfucker. Now I, I've noticed that the cost of living has gotten higher. Um do you think that's kind of part of the point to kind of to get the blacks out of there? Because we we all know they want the blacks out of there. You just got to find a nice way to do about to do it. And, the, and here's the thing is, what they're gonna do is they're gonna, they're not trying to run the blacks out of here. They're trying to run the straight blacks out. Interesting. They're Break that to down run for the me. Sexual blacks out. Cause, oh, cause okay. The black, the black gays here, the black homosexuals here have money. Because the black homosexuals here, I don't want to get on my Jaguar right shit, but the black homosexuals here are, uh, they're getting paid for their, for what they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. If you're not Mexican or homosexual, you're out, of, you're out. Now, is that out of the Metro Atlanta area? Or that's that, just that's uh that's close that's uh Atlanta and Sandy Springs anywhere close to say Sandy Springs gotcha uh, Sandy Springs is gonna be homosexual um um Smyrna anywhere that's right there close to the city yeah Cumberland and all that uh that area but other than that man uh everybody else nah you're gonna be just you got other than that they're gonna be Mexican you're gonna have Chambly you're gonna have uh Southside is always going to be black because nobody's going to go out there so violent, so mm-hmm. dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so would would Decatur would Decatur be the smart move? Because right now, if I if I remember correctly, property value is still kind of low. Talking, you know, um, would would that be a smart move to buy property, kind of sit on it, and wait for it to kind of boom again? East point. Uh, if you speak in the city of Decatur, there's not much property to buy other than apartments. Okay. Uh, the houses are pretty much uh, taken up. Now, if you're talking about, if you're talking about, because see, Decatur, black people in Decatur have this this thing where they think that they're Decatur when they're on Candler Road. Mm-hmm. They actually just made it Decatur, but the, the, technically Decatur is considered over there by a uh, downtown Decatur and over that way, and it's not black. Okay. They just say y'all Decatur, but you, I'm from Decatur. I said, bro, that's the Cab County to them. So, nah, they're not going to, no, it's not, the Cab County is not going to change. Okay. It's still going to be the same. It's the houses going to, there's nothing open in the Cab that nobody, they basically pass it on in the Cab. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if something happened to a house or you sell a house, you sell it to somebody you know, if you get out of a leasing apartment, get the next lease to somebody you know and that's kind of what the mexicans are also doing but that's that's smart though yeah that, that's how it, it keeps it keeps there's a neighborhood uh 
you you gonna think this wild, but there's a neighborhood that on my age to go over. It's probably about seven minutes from here. The rent for a three bedroom is seven hundred dollars. Really? The rent for a two bedroom is two is six hundred dollars. The rent for a five hundred bedroom is for one a five hundred dollars apartment is a one bedroom. You be like, wow, how can I get in there? Well, it don't have no. It's not. Uh, it's centrally heated, but not centrally cooled. Okay. So you get the window joints. Here's the problem. You had to wait on somebody to die. To get in. Gotcha. And when they do that, they got kinfolk. <laughs> waiting in line, fighting for it behind the scenes. It's a three-year waiting list for an if you outside the loop. That's you might as well be you might as well apply for section eight at that point. Same waiting waiting time. Yeah. The problem is section eight. Well, I ain't gonna say section ain't gonna be a problem because we already know what it is. Section eight gonna get more coming. Because, you think so? Yeah, because they're gonna have people. What's gonna happen if you can't afford these prices and you don't know what the, you ain't got nobody to live with? They're gonna have to finesse the system, man. Because it's gonna get it's getting real down here, man. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, I appreciate the heads. I'm so out the loop. I need. I I've been meaning to get back into the. The politics and the and the and the uh the housing nonsense that's going on down there because i'm missing out on so much so yeah. i appreciate you giving me up to speed on that um, have, and i think we talked about that they have so many apartments popping up in the middle of the country out here man yeah right and filling them up yeah like i said i deliver pool equipment man and I, we delivered to this one complex it's got two pools big ass pools and probably about, man, probably about 100 apartments. It's two sides to it. They're working on the second pool and the second apartment. You know that first pool done and the first apartment full? <laughs> if it's only been done four months. I, I can't even say I'm surprised at this point. That's crazy. Let me uh, get to these these super chats real quick and I'm going to get a body here. Um, I'm going to let RC go. Uh, shout out to MacBone with another 10 with the super chat. A lot of women have a hunger, a need for a max seed. Lord have mercy. <laughs> MacBone again with the five on the super chat. The vibration of your flow determines the quality of your glow. <laughs> My man, RC, you got any last words for the people today? Hey, man, I love y'all, man. Y'all take care out here, man. And get his man the flowers while he's still here, man. And uh, you know we old when he brought up the brown paper bag and the thing. Y'all don't know nothing about that. <laughs> That's my man, RC, in the house. My brother, thank you for coming through and blessing us, man, as, as always. Appreciate you, man. We, I know we were trying to get together, but we got it done. We got it done today. That's what's up. I appreciate that, brother. Enjoy the rest of your, your afternoon. All right, you too, man. Thank, thank you, bro. All right. Peace. All right. That was shenanigans from Atlanta. Uh, I'll be back in a couple hours because she's doing what she's supposed to do in the kitchen. And uh, what? She made me cut a hole in her shirt.
Shut up. She wanted me, she handed me some scissors to cut a V-neck in her T-shirt. For why? Because she wanted, so everybody want their titties hanging out. I, I tell you, you women, boy. So I, I ask her, well, who, who, you, who the titties going to be out for? My husband. I'm here in the house with you. So what are we talking about? <laughs> Yo, I'm going to get out of here. Give me a couple hours. We'll be back. We'll be back. Peace.